This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Are you looking for inspiration? Would you like to develop or renew a relationship with God? Let us show you how. Tune in to the Focus on Jesus broadcast on Mondays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Right here on WCNO, the good news station. Remember to focus on Jesus. Jesus Jesus is Lord. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. I mean, when you're fighting for your life, trying to hang on, and you're on the run for your life, trying to get away, the last thing you need is 400 people worse off than you are. So here's David running for his life in a cave with 400 discouraged, depressed men worse off than he was. Don't own nothing, got everybody coming after him. Amen? But how many of you know when you really have a dream, when you really have an anointing, when you really have a prophetic promise over your life, you got to realize that your ability to touch the generation is not predicated on how you are doing personally. It's predicated upon the word of God that's been spoken over your life. So it doesn't matter if you find yourself down in a cave, hopeless and busted and disgusted and broke and with a bunch of people don't believe in the promise over your life. It does not negate the fact that the promise over your life is still the promise of God over 
over your life. And it's still true. It's still a fact. And up out of the inside of you can come the spirit of a living God and change the situation that you're living in. Because you got a promise. you got a word over your life. And here's what happened. David said, I'm not going to sit up in this place and feel sorry for myself with all these guys. Because we will never win our victories if I feel sorry for myself. We will never fulfill our destiny if I sit around whining about how bad everything is. If all we do is sit and cry and whine and ask about and talk about how bad it is and how nobody loves us, nobody appreciates us, and we ain't never going to live our destiny. I thought I was going to be the king. Now the king wants to kill me. How many know if you stay in that state of mind, you will never move into the place that God has you to go into. But if you'll let that state of mind become a development phase in your life and allow the Holy Ghost to develop you and it will propel you to the destiny of your life so that one day you will be the king that God anointed you to be. And how many know he became a greater king than the king that was before him? The greatest king over the whole nation of Israel. The Bible says this about David's kingdom, that he had no enemies on any of his borders. I mean, that's a beautiful picture. He's the only king in the history of the entire world in 6,000 years of written history that it was said about him that he had no enemies on any of his borders. And the reason why he didn't have any enemies on any of his borders is because he defeated them all. Mm. He was bad. Come on, amen. See, I believe we just need some Davids in our lives because David would never let you feel sorry for yourself. David would never let you sit in your soup in the mud eating dirty worms talking about how bad it was. He would never let you be a victim of your circumstances. He will never let you believe a report in your life that's not true, a report that's contrary to the word of God that's over your life. David was not about sitting back and taking it. Hmm? So what he did is he began to teach these guys in the cave. He said, guys, if God is for us, we can overcome. If God, our Lord God, is our shepherd, then guess what, boys? We shall not want. Mm, we ain't got nothing to worry about. We ain't got nothing to want. huh?" Listen, it was in that cave that David wrote this psalm. It was in that cave in a place of depression, in a place of discouragement, in a place where he didn't feel like he could go on. That He sat down and he wrote this. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul makes it boast in thee, O Lord. And the humble will hear thee and of thee be glad. How many know you got to let some faith rise up on you when you're hiding out in a cave in a place of depression to begin to declare the works of the Lord like that? Come on, while he was there. Somebody said while he was there. Mm. They said this. They said, David, you are the king over Judah right now. Everybody say Judah. Mm. How many know in this period of time, the nation of Israel was divided into two camps, two nations. You had the nation of Judah and you had the nation of Israel. In Judah, you had two tribes. Judah and Benjamin. In Israel, you had ten tribes. There was a north and a south. And they said, David, you are right now the king of Judah, but that's not your destiny. Your destiny is to be king over all twelve tribes. Over all of Israel. Amen? Hmm? How many of you believe that tonight? The first time he was anointed king... The first time it took place in front of his brothers when the, Samuel prof, when the prophet Samuel said, go get him and bring him to me. Because he said, you ain't got no more sons? Jesse goes, yeah, I got the little ruddy kid out there taking care of the sheep. You want me to really go get him? He said, go get him. Samuel took a horn of oil, dumped it over his head, and anointed him to be king in secrecy. 
It was anointed into his life. Amen? Hmm? In other words, when God begins to prophetic promise over your life, when God begins to say some things about you, he will first cause you to have to live it out in the midst of people that know who you really are. Come on, that's sometimes the hardest place. Amen? Huh? Because everybody believes that if you get to the other side of the fence, that's where the grass is greener. That's where I can be prosperous. If I could just get somewhere where nobody don't know me. Uh Huh? If I could just move into a place where nobody knows my past. Hmm? How many church people do you know that believe because they're around people that know their issues, they'll never be used in the kingdom of God to do something because everybody knows who they are, where they've come from, what they've been through, how many times they've been divorced, how many times they screwed up, how many times they filed bankruptcy. Listen to me. That is not true. Somebody shout it's not true. I'm going to tell you something. If you can be used around the people that really know what you've been through, then God can use you anywhere. Uh, come on. If you can be used around the people that knew you when you wasn't right in the head, that knew you when you made bad decisions, that summed you up and put a judgment on you and said, I know how you are. I know what you're all about. You won't never be nothing else. And then all of a sudden, God shows up supernaturally in your life and begins to do something they never thought could be done. If God can do that in the midst of the naysayers, think what he can do when they ain't around. It's a good place to be trained. Amen. Mm. Think about this. God moved Moses back to Egypt to deliver a people where he was being hunted down for being a murderer. Come on. He was on, he was on Egypt's most wanted, 10 most wanted FBI list. They were looking for him and got sent back. Amen. God made Peter who stood at a campfire not more than 50 yards away when Jesus was being beat with the cat of nine tails. He used Peter when the little girl said, you one of them, and he said, no, blankety, blank, 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 I am not. And was dropping F-bombs and all kinds of stuff. Come on. God used him to go back after he got baptized in the Holy Spirit to go preach his very first sermon at the very same place he was cussing just a few days earlier. Hmm. Come on, help me, amen? Are you here tonight? The second time David was anointed to be king over Judah. We get to 1 Chronicles chapter 11. They have now come to the place where David is about to be anointed king over all Israel. Hmm? David had this opportune time, but he still faced obstacles in his life. I mean, Kairos moments, opportune times always come with obstacles. Huh? I mean, you know, everything good in your life don't just show up on a silver platter. Here you go. It don't come on a silver platter with a bunch of dancing girls in the background and confetti flying in the air and everybody walking up to you and going, oh, you're so great. I mean, that don't really happen. Mm? Come on, help me. That usually comes after the accomplishment. Not, be- not before the accomplishment, Amen. You ever hear anybody say, well, if God's in it, then the doors will just open wide up and you're going to step right in that thing and there won't be no problems. They lying to you. Come on, huh? If that's true, we ain't reading the same Bible. Because that ain't how it happened in the Bible, amen? God consistently used people that faced overwhelming odds in their life to get through that stuff before the blessing came. Hmm? David had an opportune moment in his life, but he was also facing major obstacles in his life. Mm. 
There are some characteristics of opportunity that we need to embrace before the opportunity can become a reality in our life. And the first one's this. If you're taking notes tonight, you can write this down. Every opportunity that comes to you requires teamwork. Takes teamwork to make the dream work. No man is an island unto himself. I'm going to try it again. Every opportunity in your life demands teamwork. The Bible says that while these men were in Hebron, that David made a covenant with them to make him king over all Israel. David realized that he was anointed to be king, but he also realized that he could not do it by himself. He needed to have somebody help him. Amen? Listen, you were, listen ladies and gentlemen, you were never meant to be a solo act. Come on. Do you believe that tonight? Batman, come on, Batman had Alfred and Robin. Superman had Lois and Jimmy. Come on, are you here? Spider-Man had Mary Jane. She was in on his little secret. She was. You got to watch The Amazing Spider-Man, not Spider-Man, because they messed that story all up. They didn't even get it right. Spider-Man had Mary Jane. Even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. He wasn't really long. He had Tonto. Right? It takes more than one. Somebody say more than one. How many of you walking out in the woods and you're going down past a long fence line, there's a bunch of cow pasture fence line, you see a turtle sitting up on top of a fence post. How many know he didn't get there by himself? Mm. Somebody put him up there. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. See, the word Hebron means this. It means the seat of association. Or it means this, it means the place of joining. Somebody say joining. See, David was at this place in his life where he could defeat giants. He could sing the songs of Zion because he understood what the presence of the Lord was. He knew how to move into the manifested presence of God. When he played his harp, demons would flee. Come on. He was doing that before he ever even got there. Amen. But he had come to a point in his life where he knew how to be even a great military leader. He knew how to command troops. He knew how to move into the anointing of God. But he could never, ever become king over all of Israel without making a covenant with the guy that could make it happen, God. And when he made that covenant, God sent 400 men to be in covenant with him to propel him to his destiny in the kingdom that God would set over the place. Come on, huh? He came to the seat of association. See, that's what church is all about. When you come in here on Wednesday night, you come in here on Sunday morning, you're coming to the seat of association. 
So people say this to me all the time. Well, I, you know, I, I, I can just go to church at TBN at home. I just sit in my lazy boy, and I don't have to put no shoes on. I just sit back, and I put the channel on, and I get to watch whatever kind of most anointed preaching you can find on TV. Well, here's the problem with that. You're not sitting in the seat of association. You're not on their team. Come on. There's a seat of association that comes when you get into fellowship with a body of believers that you can sit with and talk with and love on and hug and walk through with when they're going through stuff. And they can walk through with you when you're going through stuff. And they become a family to you. Somebody shout the seat of association. Mm. See, this ain't about me, it ain't about you. It's about the body of Christ in this house that has a corporate assignment on it to do what God has called it to do. Do you believe that, amen? Mm. Here's the other thing, the second thing I want to tell you. Opportunity comes to your life, it's going to cause something to happen in your life. It's going to demand change. Somebody say it's going to demand change. Every opportunity that comes to you, every opportunity for growth, every opportunity to move into your destiny, every opportunity to declare the promise that's in your life and see it manifest will demand change. If what you were doing would have got you to where you needed to be, you wouldn't be where you are now. Come on, you can't have change until you change. We got people who want to talk about change, dream about change. People get up and preach about change. We're going to change. We're going to have change. Change you can believe in. But let me tell you something. You can't have change until you change. You actually got to do some changing before things will change. We got people that talk about change but don't want to change. They like the novelty of having change, but they keep living the same old stuff they always live and don't get no change. Come on, amen. You believe that? Mm. He said, my assignment is to be king over all of Israel. My assignment is to fulfill the promise. And it demands that I am willing to make a change. See, where he was at at the seat of association, where he was sat at Hebron, where he was anointed, in that place, there was no obstacles. There was no challenge. He had to be ready to move into a place of challenge, Amen. He had to go to Jerusalem. Hmm. Listen, you can't have change until you're willing to change. I know this from personal experience in my life because I am a very large man. Come on. I'm going on a diet again. Y'all know I've been preaching here six years. How many times have I gone on a diet? I lose weight and I put it right back on. I'm going on a diet. Three months later, he's walking to McDonald's, and there's Pastor Jason with a Big Mac. <laughs> Talk about change. Dream about change. I'm thinking about them 32-inch waist. But I mean, that Big Mac in my hand ain't going to get me there. And so I feel the conviction power of the Holy Spirit falling all over this place right now. Amen. People talk about, that's it, it's a new year, it's just, you know, it's the beginning of January 2016, I'm just going, my new year's resolution is, is I'm going to get up 15 minutes earlier every single day, I'm going to pray and seek God for my family and for my life, the next morning the alarm clock gets off, and you're like, oh my God, did I really make that commitment? Hit the snooze button, 15 minutes later, you're Oh, Lord, I'll start tomorrow, I promise. Well, I mean, there ain't no fruit from starting tomorrow. 
All of your tomorrows are wrapped up in your todays. What you do today and what happens in your life today and what faith you stand in today determines your tomorrow. What you put off till tomorrow will keep you in your today the same way that you are. That's why everybody wants change, but nobody wants to change. That's the problem. The church has fallen in love with the concept of change. Mm. We sing about change. Simone's probably got a list of songs about change. She could just sing if she wanted to. We're going to sing about change. We pray about change. Lord, God, change our heart. Change our mind. Change our ways. Change, our, change whatever. Change us, Lord. Pray, change, change. We preach about change. You know, you've got to change. If you don't change, you'll never change. Right? We're preaching about change. We shout about change. Hmm? Come on, amen. We read about change. And the one thing that we all have in common in this place is we do not like to change. Come on. Mm -mm. There's some people in the church, if you just walk up to them and say, hey, can you just get here 10 minutes earlier? I could really use a little bit of help in greeter services. If you could just come, instead of getting here at 10.05, if you could come here at 5 till 10 before we actually start the service to greet people when they come in, that would just be great. You tell them that, and then it takes them three weeks to be over the offense because they don't hear nothing else you say for the next three weeks. They're sitting there thinking, he just embarrassed me. I'm just going to be there five minutes. Who does he think he is? He doesn't understand. My car don't just don't run. I just said, no, I was at the red light, and that person cut me off. Finally, three weeks later, they finally get a little bit of joy back. But they didn't hear nothing for three weeks because you asked them to be there five minutes earlier. Some of y'all getting revelation right now. I just feel it. Mm. You can never have change until you change. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. 
Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.